But I've been asked some weird stuff like, get offered. I, I think one person wanted to buy me with goats or something. How many goats were you worth out of interest? Better have been a lot for this game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs> that was good, hey. wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty bad. Welcome to Celebrity Search Engine with me, Abby McCarthy. We've been scouring the internet high and wide and looking at those Google autofill suggestions to find the questions the world most want answered about their favourite celebs. Every week, we're bringing a new guest onto the podcast to face up to the Celebrity Search Engine. We've got the all-important questions. Hopefully, they'll have the answers. Things could get very lively from now on in. My guest this week is a football freestyle legend. She's a five-time world record holder. She's a world champion, a presenter for BBC Sport, a UEFA ambassador, and the list goes on and on and on. But let's get the pod going and welcome Liv Cook. Liv Cook, hello. Really good to see you. I know, it's been a while. It's been a long time and you've been busy as ever. And there's so much to talk about because as jobs go, yours is pretty unusual, a freestyle footballer. So... I wanted to know, like, have you always been a baller? Was little Liv, you know, in the garden, busting out some skills? How on earth did you get into a job like this? Do you know what? Growing up, all I remember is my brothers just being better than me at everything. So no, <laughs> I wasn't a baller. I was that kid, that younger sibling that cried until they let me play with them. Like that, oh. that was my childhood, literally. I'd go and cry to my dad and he'd be like, you need to let her play. And then they'd let me play eventually. <laughs> But no, like I wasn't like naturally talented at what I do or anything. I know a lot of people think that, but I was just average and I just worked really hard at it. Yeah, I mean, you've put in the hours of practice. A tiny snippet of that we see, you know, on your on your TikTok and, and on your Instagram. But when was the moment you were like actually freestyling something I want to do? Because am I right in thinking that you started as a footballer, first of all? Yeah, yeah, that's right. So I, I loved football. It was my whole life. Like growing up with my two older brothers, like I say, they were massive footballers. Like even Jack my eldest, um, he was training in Liverpool first team and everything, but ended up fracturing his back and it didn't work out anyway. Um, but I was always surrounded by like a footballing family. So it was a major thing. As soon as I get home from school, I was out on the street playing football, literally until mum called me in for tea. Then I was back out again playing. It was my whole life. And I remember joining a team when I was like 10 years old and working my way up to playing at like the top level. Um, but then I kept getting this reoccurring back injury, which did my head in because like, I'm so competitive. When I'm at a team, I need to be the best in the team. I need to be starting 11 every week. I need to be getting better and better, like just mm -hmm. constantly progressing. Um, but this back injury was doing my head in. It kept putting me out. I think on one occasion I was out for like six months and I just oh, couldn't no. do any activity. So it drove me insane. But whilst I was out, I was so obsessed with like not coming back and being a bench warmer, right? So I didn't want to come back and I've lost all of my level. So I was just yeah. in my garden trying to do like kick up, sat down or something, just anything that didn't hurt my back. And I guess that's where my love of freestyle started unknowingly. Yeah. So what would have been the first like trick that you would have done? Like keepy uppies or something like that. And then you would have built your way up to just the, the madness that you do now. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it all started with kickups for sure. I remember my granddad being like, I'll give you a tenner if you can do 20 kickups. So yeah, I was in my garden all, all bloody evening trying to get them kickups. Yeah. I wanted that yeah. tenner. So <laughs> I think it started there, but I just, it, it was quite like a slow journey. Like it wasn't just, I saw freestyle and was like, I want to be a freestyler. I want to be the mm -hmm. best in the world. It was like, 
I was doing it to improve my football and I just loved learning new tricks. So I was just learning trick after trick. And as soon as I got one, I wanted the next one and the next one until eventually um, I, I kept uploading on Instagram as well. Like, cause I just loved it. Like my football friends love seeing it and I just wanted feedback and stuff. Like my first around the world I put on Instagram and eventually Nickelodeon reached out to me. They'd seen one of my videos and they were like, I think they were looking for like young female footballers to enter mm. a freestyle competition. So I was like, Oh, freestyle is an actual thing like this it's not just football tricks it's its own sport so yeah I I was like okay cool well why not it's just a video I need to enter and then if I win I go to like the O2 and get a trophy yeah of course I'll do it yeah so I entered my video made it to the final went down to the event like in my head this was still just football tricks I knew nothing about freestyle (laughs) and I get there and there's two lads and I swear to god they are incredible like at that time I was blown away and then there was this girl on stage called Laura Biondo and she was doing freestyle and she was like a professional at the time. I think she was ranked third in the world. I was just blown away. Literally, she came running out onto the stage. Next thing I know, she's gone up these steps and she's lying down on her back, juggling the ball with the soles of her feet. I was like, how? That's what? like defying <laughs> gravity. Yeah. I was like, what? That's no, no. CGI. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, that was yeah. it. I think that was the moment I was like, I need to learn that. This woman is incredible. So I went away, followed her on Instagram, watched like every video, even messaged her like, how can I do it? And I think that's really the pivotal point where I fell in love with freestyle. Oh, I love that. It's funny because you're saying you were looking at her like, what on earth? How was she doing that? And now obviously me and millions of people are watching your videos like, what? Liv did that (laughs) and she put it there, huh? But do you ever get that? Like you were almost joking like, oh, it's got to be CGI or... You know, it's got to be magnets. It's got to be like, there's got to be like some some crazy camera stuff. Do you get people saying like that can't be real? Yeah, absolutely. People genuinely think sometimes there's magnets in the ball and like in my shoe. And I'm like, no, I don't. I'm just that good. You're like, look, <laughs> I'm just class, you know, what can you do? I'm just the best. <laughs> absolutely. No, but it. I do get that. Like with a lot of my videos as well, people think like there's often comments like, how many tries though? And it's like, dude, he just threw my expensive watch that could have landed in the pool. Do you really think I let him do that twice? No, it was first try or, you know, if it flops, then I'm not going to retry it. I'm like dangerous stuff like that. Not dangerous, but you know, risky stuff. You only really get one try. And people seem to think like that I can't do it in real life. But then, you know, I turn up to a shoot and they're like lobbing a phone at me. Of course I'm going to control it. Like that's what I do. Like it's not just for, it's not just a video. Like I think people forget I'm not just, making social media videos like I was actually a world champion before people even knew of me like I had the talent before I had the following so I think people often forget that and there's a lot of people out there maybe making content online that it isn't quite true where I think mine genuinely is like I work hard at my craft and try to be the best I think that's what I love so much about your content is yeah sometimes when you have just completed a trick you you do your kind of trademark walk off like yeah, done it. But then you also put up, you know, the bloopers and it will be you taking a while to get it and, you know, you hitting the crossbar and it kind of nearly hitting you in the face and you kind of, you're very real with it. And I think that's really important because you've got so many young girls and lads that that watch your video and want to kind of replicate what you do. And I think it's great to show that it's, it's not always easy, is it? Exactly, exactly. I think you've hit the nail on the head there. A lot of my videos, like if I do something really cool, I do like that. You're right, the trademark mark walk off. <laughs> where like, it's just a cocky walk, isn't it? It's like, yeah, just did a trip around the world, no sweat. I do do that and I'm aware of that. And the reason then I show a lot of my bloopers and my training sessions is because, yeah, that is my personality. And yeah, the trick might have like looked really cool, but been really easy for me. But mm-hmm. it's only easy for me because I've spent seven years perfecting this craft and it makes me I'm just a bit conscious when kids see that and then they go out and try it and they fail like a thousand times they just assume that they're just rubbish and that I'm naturally talented and they can't do it and that is not what I want to show them I want to show them look yeah that was easy for me I'm not going to lie that is an easy trick for me now but only because I failed it a million times like Mm -hmm. I don't want them thinking that I'm special I want them knowing that anything I can do they can do if not better So I do try to show every side of it and be like transparent with my training and my bloopers. And yeah, I think it's quite funny sometimes just to show myself getting hit in the face with a ball. Why not? Why not? Exactly. I enjoy it. I'm sure people definitely do. We first became friends through doing Match of the Day X together. I mean, you are a United fan, but apart from that, we got on (laughs) great. 
And it's amazing to see, you know, alongside the freestyle stuff, you've you're a you're a brilliant host, whether that's on TV or on socials. So do you like the broadcasting side of the game as well? Yeah, definitely. That was something that I was really nervous to get into. I remember when my manager first brought it to me. It was actually that show. I think that was that Match of the Day X was the first like television show I'd presented or been a part of something of significance. Yeah. And I remember when he brought it to me and I, I've never really told anyone this, but I said, no. I was like, did you? No, can't do it. Can't do it. I started panicking instantly as oh. soon as he said it to me. I was like, no, I can't do it. I, I'm, I, no, 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 no. <laughs> And then I thought about it and I was like, hang on, Liv. You're saying no because you're scared. You can't do that. I was like, you can say no if it doesn't suit it. You can say no if you don't want to do it for proper reasons. But if you say no because you're scared, nah, come on. That's not me. So I was like, I've got to do it. I've got to do it. See if I enjoy it and we'll go on with it. And for like the like where I want to go with my career, I just had to do it. I had to grow some confidence, get out there and learn how to do it and I think that's what I did. I think it was quite a deep end to dive in at, right? It was it was pretty nerve-wracking show. Were you nervous going into it? I was a little bit nervous because it was the fact that we knew it was a pilot as well, didn't we? So it was you kind of know that you're being auditioned. So it's a little bit like, oh, I've got to be on, oh, on, my, I didn't. on my best I'm glad here, I didn't, you know? I'm glad I didn't clock that. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, really our episode glad. was great. And then it ended up going out as an actual show. But Yeah, you know. that's true. You looked cool yeah. as hell, though. You didn't look nervous in the slightest. No, I was just about to say that for you. It's so funny, though, isn't it? I think a lot of the time I get this where I have, like, imposter syndrome, where inside I'm like, I can't believe yeah. I'm here. Oh, my goodness. And I am freaking out. But then people will watch me, like, you know, whether it's interviewing a pop star or, yeah, you know, us hanging out on Match the Decks, wherever it might be. And they're like, yeah. you seemed absolutely chill with it. And it's just like, yeah, I think everyone goes through that, don't they, where they're just like, do I deserve to be here? For me, it's Soccer Aid, that. Really? I mean, Soccer Aid's amazing. Yeah, but it's just thinking like Wayne Rooney's going to be playing, Paul Scholes, Gary Neville. These are the people I grew up obsessed with, like watching yeah. full kit, going to all the matches. You know what I mean? Like they, that was everything that was my life man united, man united so now now that i'm going to be playing with them I, I said to the organizer today i said don't be alarmed if when Ro- wayne rooney passes the ball to me i pass out don't be alarmed right <laughs> just go down I'll get back up yeah i'll get back up it's, it's gonna happen isn't it it's, ah, wayne, rooney. Uh, wayne just, rooney man what's he like is he nice yeah he seems really nice actually he seems like quite he's quite cool and like calm and collected when i've met him I, and i was just bricking it i was like oh my god it's wayne rooney <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my yeah, god, oh my just god. noises come out when I meet meet people like that. I'm just stood there like, hi, hello. <laughs> now I know that you're like mega ambitious, so you've obviously got the world records. You're you're the greatest. You're conquering the broadcasting side of the sport. You're playing soccer aid. I mean, what else is on your bucket list career wise? <sighs> so much. I wouldn't even know where to start. Obviously, I'm making my footballs. I've just launched my skill school, teaching people all of my skills and like I want to make that so well I have made that so people that can't even like kick a ball right now if they've never played football in their life can come to my skills school watch the tutorials on the website and get to like a professional level in freestyle so I think that's quite and it aligns with like what I want to do because I think that'll help the kids like see that they can do anything they want like even if they don't Mm want to become the best freestyler in the world just that process of seeing a trick thinking it's impossible working at it failing 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 and then finally getting it and realizing like you can do anything you set your mind to. I think if they can learn that from my tutorials, they can apply that kind of mindset to the rest of the life. So that's kind of like my aim with that. Um, but outside of like all the football stuff, I'm doing like quite a lot in property at the minute, um, working with a few people, project managing like developments and stuff, which is very different to what I'm used to. And people are normally quite surprised when they hear that I do that. I'm still quite surprised that I've managed that, to be honest. <laughs> I, don't know no, how I, I love sometimes. that. You're a proper like entrepreneur, I think. I, I love that that you're you're doing that and you're you're trying out different things. It goes back to what you were talking about earlier, I guess. Like even if you are a little bit scared at first, going for it and challenging yourself and and enjoying it. Yeah, I'm just obsessed with like progress, learning every day and every day. Whether I'm reading a book, listening to an audio book, a podcast, training any kind of form of just getting better. I am obsessed with definitely. She's the best. She's the best out there, and that's why you've got a book <laughs> coming out. Hello. Oh yeah, I forgot actual, about that. An actual book, The Way oh, no. to Win by Liv Cook. So tell us what it's all about. <laughs> the title's so me, isn't it? Love it. The so Way you. to Win. <laughs> Oozes Liv so, Cook. <laughs> the book. So um, oh yeah, it's been like what 18 months working on that. It's pretty crazy. I was really nervous putting it out into the world, like signing off on it. 
because I still feel like there's loads of stuff I could go back and change, but mm-hmm. apparently that's normal. But yeah, yeah, it's so it's like my guide on the way to win. So it's 10 chapters, so it's 10 steps on basically drawing from my experience of how I became the best freestyler in the world, so the best at what I do. But it's while it's drawing from my experience, it's also putting it into like, it's almost like a holistic approach to productivity and progress. And it's just a guide that someone can take and step-by-step use to become the best at what they do and like reach complete fulfillment. Oh, I love that. I can't wait to read it. And also because you're a bloody lovely legend, you're donating the proceeds from the book to two great causes as well, aren't you? Oh, you know everything, don't you? You know me, (laughs) I've done done my research. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, with the book, I know a lot of people do a book as like a business decision for Mm -hmm. me that wasn't the case I've always wanted to write a book it's been in my goal book since I was like 15 so when the opportunity came and I had like different offers from different publishers for me all that mattered was going with the one that believed in my vision because a lot of them were coming to me and I totally get it like from a business standpoint they want a skills book they want a book teaching kids skills because it'll sell you know that's what they wanted and I totally get that but that's not what I wanted I think if you're going to teach skills do it visually and audio so hence doing that and I would never put my name to something and work on something I don't believe in. So I didn't really believe in a skills book, to be honest with you. That may change, but I didn't believe in it. And I wanted to do something more powerful. I wanted my book because I'm always telling these kids like dream big and you can achieve absolutely anything. But with this book now, I'm not just telling them that, but I'm showing them how. So it's like my way. It's a, it's a passion project. So just to prove that to myself, when I was getting offered the different money and stuff, I was like, right, okay. I'm not going to choose a publisher that's offering me the most money or whatever. I'm choosing the one that believes in me and will let me, you know, put out there what I want to put out there. They'll let me Mm. have the creative control. So I've done that. And obviously I've written it myself. And just to like reinforce that, I wanted to donate all the proceeds to a good cause, which, yeah, I think me a few years ago would have been like, nah, nah, I'm keeping my money. (laughs) But now I'm like, no, this isn't about me. I've changed. I've grown, Abby. I've matured. Look at that. She's growing and you love to see it. (laughs) I'm a real woman. <laughs> okay, Liv. So that is, that's the nice catch up and the easy bit over. It's time to boot up the celebrity search engine. So we've been through the internet and we found what people are very keen to know about you. So your job today is to give us the answers the listeners are clearly craving. Are you ready? No, I'm not ready. <laughs> Sully looks so terrified. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's do it. Okay. Time to get started. So what happens when we type in Liv Cook and who into Google? First up, this should be an easy one for you. Who is Liv Cook? Oh, who is Liv Cook? Me. (laughs) (laughs) That's me. It's me. I think I hope. (laughs) That's me. What else can I say on that? That you're the best, that you're great. The greatest of all time. Good shout, Abby. Excellent point. Yeah. Why did I not think of that? The best freestyler ever to grace the planet. Right, okay. Someone stop me. <laughs> Wait, reel it, reel it back in. Hang on a minute. <laughs> <laughs> now, Liv Cook, professional freestyler, world champion, five times world record holder, and just loving life. That's me. Oh, I like that. Okay, the next question is, who does Liv Cook play for? Because you recently joined the team, I think. Well, I've been dabbling around with a few different teams, trying to find the right one because mm-hmm. like I used to play at the top level. So I was a decent footballer, but obviously now I wouldn't be, you know, competing with your Frank Kirby, your Tony Duggan and all that. Like, obviously, I think I'd be puffing after 10 minutes playing with them. <laughs> but, you know, but going back, though, it's trying to find like the right level because I can't go too high because I haven't got the time or I can't. I don't want to make the time for the commitments. But going to like a lower level, I just end up quite frustrated, not just with the, the players, but myself more so. So it's, I've just been dabbling around trying to find the right team. I've been training with the same one now for like a few weeks. So maybe, maybe I'll sign for them. Um, we'll see. But I'm enjoying it. It's nice to get back into football. It's been yeah. what, seven years. Yeah, you probably really missed it. Exactly. And it's good for soccer aid. So I'm not useless on the pitch. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you need to bring the techers to, to soccer aid for sure. But with that, yeah. obviously, the amazing skills that we see you do every day. How much of that actually comes out in a game? I mean, my control's there. Like, yeah. I don't think, yeah, I think that's it really. Like, I'm not going to start like, pause the game, do a few around the worlds. <laughs> Get on if, the floor. If, exactly. <laughs> if it's like soldier goals <laughs> or something. But no, I think it definitely helps my game because I, obviously I have really good control. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of like skills and stuff, yeah, I do a few step overs, you know, Neymar stuff, but I'm not pulling out around the world to mid game. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit much, I suppose, isn't it? I might in soccer aid. <laughs> oh my God, don't. Yes, you have to slides me. <laughs> now, what makes me laugh though is your videos after the game. Like you were saying, you are not happy if you've lost. Like you are the definition of fuming. Makes me laugh oh, so much. I've stopped doing that. I've stopped. I've stopped the promise. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was like, it was emotion in the moment. I am horrible <laughs> on the football pitch, you know. Like it's like a different side to me. My friends at football, they said, like, you're quite angry, aren't you? And I thought, am I? I've never, oh. ever been called an angry person in my life. Like I'm quite smiley, happy chill go with it but when it comes to football oh it's different it's not I'm not angry with the people around me right I'm angry with myself because if I am on the ball yeah and I'm outside the box and I strike it why is that not going top corner that's what I'll ask myself why why because <laughs> I know it can and I know I should and it doesn't I'm like oh so I have to like I'm working on it though I actually read an anger management book did you just to, yeah I did just so it doesn't get <laughs> you yeah <laughs> yeah, I'm working on it. I'm trying to be a better footballer, all right? Oh, don't. I love that. Okay, next question. And we're getting a bit more personal now. We're getting to the juice. Ah. Ah. Here come the nerves. <laughs> Who is Liv Cook dating? Are you dating anyone that you'd oh. like to disclose? No, I'm single. Okay. Um, what do you look for then on a, on a good date? Uh, on a good date? Yeah, what would impress you? I'm not a big fan of dates. You know, like the whole formal thing, like, oh, I'll take mm. you out for dinner, we'll go there. No, no. Especially <laughs> if no. it's a stranger, like, I'm not about to sit down and have a meal with you. Like, I don't, I'm not a fan of that. I think it's a bit formal. I'd rather do something fun. Like, mm. let's go to, is it Junkyard Golf, it's called? You oh, know, yeah. like that. Something like that. Fun, you have a drink, you chill out, you have a chat. Yeah, that's my kind of day, I think. Yeah, I get that. Because sometimes it's like if you're sitting down to have a meal with somebody and you instantly kind of work out you don't really like them, that's a yeah, long, imagine old Imagine if meal, they sit down it? wrong. Like if they sit down wrong and you're like, oh, sorry, just leave. <laughs> no, I was going to ask you that, actually. Like what gives you the ick? Like what instantly puts you off somebody? Because I think everyone has that. They'll do one thing or they'll say something. And you just think, oh, no, I couldn't now. Or Bad manners. Yeah, it's a big one. Yeah. I like the little things like a door being held open. Just, you know, that like courtesy. I really mm-hmm. like that, like from a gentleman kind of thing. And it, or obviously vice versa and everything, but stuff like that. Like there's just some people in life, isn't there? If you're walking through a door with them, they'll like push you and like end up in front of you. Oh, I hate it. I hate it. I hate <laughs> it. Stuff like that instantly. You've just gone down in my estimations. Yeah. But I, I would never do that the same. Like I would never. Oh yeah. No stuff like that really annoys me. Yeah, big no. They're off the list. Yeah, I get that. Okay, so let's move on from the who's to the how's. So how old is Liv Cook? 22. Oh, she's only a little babby. You've achieved so much at the age of 22. That's absolutely amazing. Everyone always thinks I'm older, you know. I always get told like late 20s or 30s. I'm like, no, I'm 22. Nope, I am actually 22. Yeah, yeah I bet I, I bet promise. everyone thinks you've got a stage age and you're like, no, I am. I really am. <laughs> Is that a thing? <laughs> People do that, don't they? I think it was more like in the olden days of really? shoes. Yeah. Oh, I might do that. I might go for like 27, so they take me more seriously. <laughs> I mean, you've gone older rather than younger. <laughs> Can we edit Wikipedia? <laughs> <laughs> Quick, let's yeah, get on because, it now. Because when you're like 22, or right, okay, maybe it was more so when I was like 20. They just don't take you as seriously. It's like, oh, I'm still a kid. 22 is a bit different because you've, mm-hmm. you've gone over that 21 mark. So it's like, okay, you don't get away with it as much. If like you do something bad, people are like, oh, she's only 19. That's fine, isn't it? No one yeah. says, oh, she's only 22. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. you've got like that, that responsibility and the accountability, but you haven't got the taking me seriously age yet. You're still young. So I, I reckon I'd say, yeah, my stage age now going forward is 27, Abby. Okay, 27. Yeah. I like Anyone it. Anyone asks you, Liv's 27. Uh, this one, how tall is Liv Cook? <sighs> right. Everyone says I'm small. I'm not small. I'm not. I Googled it. I'm average height for a UK woman. I am five, two and a half. <gasps> Same as me. Without well, I'm shoes. Five, two and three quarters. Which <gasps> all, it all counts, doesn't it? You know? My hair up a bit. I'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like to think we're, we're average height. I think that's fine. Yeah, we are. 
We yeah. are. Ignore anyone that says we're small. It does my head in. I got, yeah, I got called it today because I was at a shoot this morning for Soccer Aid and I, I put the shirt on. It was really long and I was like, this is too long. And he's like, no, you're just short. I said, I'm not short. You're just tall. <laughs> That's me with Hesky. <laughs> Hesky of all people is an absolute giant. <laughs> yeah, no, his fit perfectly. No surprise. <laughs> oh, I love that. Uh, okay, these two questions are linked. Lots of people are searching. How much is Liv Cook worth and how much does Liv Cook earn? Now, I know you're humble and you, you probably don't want to <laughs> be getting into like... I'm humble. That's the first time I've been called humble. I think you're <laughs> humble around around like financial stuff. You like to flex yeah, your Lamborghini online. You like to flex your skills. But I would say that you're actually quite quite humble underneath that. So we're obviously not expecting you to give like an exact amount, get up your, you know... Let me get You're my calculator. Banking. Do you want my <laughs> but, spreadsheet? <laughs> but are you a millionaire? Oh, oh. Do you think I am? I think you are. Yeah. You do. I in what? In terms of assets? I think in terms of assets. Yeah. But I think mm. you've probably earned a fair bit as well. Okay. Do you think my net worth is less or more than my earning? Ooh, I like how I'm question. interviewing you now. <laughs> oh, this is so interesting. I think your net it worth is, isn't it? is more than you earn yeah i'd be worried if it wasn't yeah <laughs> for yeah, someone that right. studies finance <laughs> yeah yeah you'd be doing a few things wrong i suppose wouldn't you yeah that was yeah i was i was tricking you there a little bit yeah <laughs> i mean in terms of assets probably i'm not going to confirm or deny but maybe maybe so do you get like financial advice or have you just read up a lot on this sort I, of so stuff? Because I'm, not, honestly, I'm not too keen on that like there's a lot of financial advisors out there that are in crippling debt. So why mm. would I take advice from them? Like when there's books out there, of people that have come from nothing and become self-made billionaires, I'll take their advice over a financial yeah. advisor that's struggling. Like, yeah. honestly, my mom's selling a house, right? I probably shouldn't say this, but she's trying to sell a house to this woman who can't get a mortgage because of the financial status. But she's a financial advisor. I was like, stop it. Yeah, I was like, really? Huh? Really? Who's taking advice that's so from weird. Yeah, that is the <laughs> and worst. I know that sounds horrible it? to say, but that's the case with most financial advisors. And that's why like, I co-founded a company recently with a guy called Samuel Leeds, who is worth like 20 something million. He's incredible. Wow. He's like one of my best friends. Like a, bit, a big brother to me now, but honestly, oh. nicest heart is incredible. And I've co-founded a company of him where we're helping like the stars of today secure their financial future for tomorrow. So we're like project managing property developments for them we just completed it on one for jordan hames actually who oh, i think amazing. you know from match the day x right yeah yeah he's been on yeah. recently yeah not when i've been on yeah. but i've seen his content he's great yeah yeah we're getting him into property building him a nice portfolio he's amazing as well what a nice guy he's got a good art but yeah. yeah so no i don't have a financial advisor but i help advise and help other people yeah i guess you've learned so much like <clears throat> i am rubbish with money like, i feel like if i was a millionaire i'd have spent it already on just like food and holidays <laughs> <laughs> probably not the best idea really is it it's not not how it should work <laughs> no you should enjoy your life though at the same time like i'm all for building your net worth getting that cash flow your assets and stuff mm -hmm. but at the same time like i do splash on the lamborghini and i know financially it's a stupid purchase because as soon as you drive it you've lost loads of value and it's just going to depreciate. It's like one of the worst investments. But I work so hard. And why do I work hard to be happy? And I know that buying that car does add to my happiness. I'm not saying mm. like you can buy happiness as such, but I am saying I'm a happy person. I'm happy inside. I love what I do. So if I have the money, I'm not just going to invest all of it and live like quite like a modest lifestyle. If I want that mm -hmm. car, I'm going to get that car. If I want to go on that holiday, I'm going to go on that holiday. But I think there's a, there's a fine line, isn't there? There's being... There's having fun and then it's just being stupid. And I do try <laughs> and keep a good balance. I invest and then I splash. Yeah, you got to splash sometimes. And like you say, the Lamborghini, I mean, it's a beauty, isn't it? But was I oh, seeing something the other day that you, this is where I don't really understand because I don't fully know cars. You had something done to the inside where it looks like there's stars on the ceiling. Yeah, yeah, starlight roof. So you normally get right. it in Rolls Royces. I've never seen it in a Lamborghini before, but I wanted it. So I got it. <laughs> Love that. So you're driving around and it's just like all starry. That's so cool. Yeah, it's fantastic. Putting myself amongst the stars. <laughs> Look at that. Flexing. No, but the thing is, right, I couldn't pull off a Rolls Royce, right? I'd love to have one because it's so classy and like the stars in the roof are mega. But can you, I can't imagine me in a Rolls Royce. I just can't. Not yet. I need to be older, I think. So I was like, well, I'll just, I'll make my own. Put it in the Lambo. It's fine. 
Lamborghini live. Do your own thing. It's fine. I'm going to add in an extra how question. How does Liv do all the insane skills that she does? I mean, like, how long does it take to get a trick right? Is there one that you that's really annoyed you that it's taken forever to just nail down? Yeah, I mean, when I was first learning freestyle, of course, like, when I say first learning, I'm always learning. You're always learning in freestyle because it's just never ending. But I mean, when I was learning the basics and building up to, you know, a world-class level, every single trick, I could be there all day, literally from 10 a.m. till 6 p.m., all week, all month, for several months, just trying one trick. And Mm -hmm. I genuinely don't know how I didn't go insane. Because what did they say? The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. And (laughs) I do agree with that. But at the same time, a lot of freestylers just keep trying it until you get it. And that's what I did for days and weeks and months on end. Even some some tricks like took years to learn. But... Mm. Once you've learned all the individual tricks, putting them together in combinations is different. So like I know a lot of tricks now, but there's still tons of new combinations I can try. But to be honest, like, because I'm I'm not competing anymore, anything that I want to try and do, it's pretty much like, I don't, I'm not being cocky, but it's not that difficult for me. Unless I was going to push to try like, you know, three revolution tricks or something, then I could be here for a few weeks, but. The, the fact I'm not competing, I don't need to do that as such anymore. Yeah, you're just having fun now, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, so we've completed the who's and the how's. Now it's time for a few more of the autofill searches that people have been typing in. And of course, people have been typing Live Cook world record. You've now got five <laughs> world records. What a flex. Like, do you just bring that up at any given opportunity? Because I definitely would. <laughs> Oh, hi, five world records. Yep, yep, me, yep, five, yep. yep. <laughs> Do you know what? I was doing an interview, I think it was with Jimmy, Jimmy Bullard, and um, he asked me, it was back when I had four, actually, and he asked me, what are your four world records? And for the life of me, could not remember the fourth one. How Stop bad is it. that? that is I bad. genuinely think he didn't believe me. I think he thought <laughs> I made it up. I really do. But then the worst of it is, after the interview, he says he's got the list there. I thought, why didn't you say it? Snaked me. <laughs> Okay, what are they? You need to know them now. Oh, You're don't, five. don't. Because, right, okay. The most recent one was different, actually, wasn't it? It was the most amount of kick-ups while skipping mm-hmm. in 30 seconds. And I think I got 62, I want to say. Something like that. That's amazing. I think maybe 64. Yeah, it was It was quite a tough one, actually. Can't see anyone beating that. I could beat it, actually. I beat it <laughs> yesterday in training. That would be I, very you, wouldn't it? Just keep beating your own world record. <laughs> I've done that with a few of them, yeah. I could probably beat them all, apart from the soul juggles one. So you know what soul juggles are, right? That's the thing where you're sort of like laying on your back, feet in the end, you're moving between your feet, yeah. You're moving between your feet. Moving the ball <laughs> juggle, between your yeah. feet. <laughs> no, you are right. Yeah, you're juggling the ball on the soles of your feet. That world record. So I was flying out to Spain to do a shoot with, oh, see again, like just why, why am I always with incredible people? And I just get nervous. Suarez and Messi, I was meant to be doing a shoot <gasps> with. So the whole flight there, I'm thinking, I'm meeting Messi, I'm meeting Messi. Messi didn't turn up, I was gutted. But Suarez oh. was still there. Anyway, Amazing. they had pre-planned. They said, we want you to try world records. I was like, cool, which ones? I thought, right, I'll go for soul juggles. So the record was, they said, 136 in 60 seconds. So I thought, that's over two a second for 60 seconds. That is going to be hard. I was averaging about 90 something at the time, but I had a few weeks. So I was like, a few weeks, going to hammer it. I've got this. I said, yeah, didn't know if I could do it, but I thought I've just got to go for it and I can't say no. So train, 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 started averaging about 140 something. I get there. I'm really ill on the day. I've got like the flu or something. Obviously can't pull out because Suarez is there and I can't, I can't pull out on Suarez, <laughs> can I? It's Suarez. <laughs> So I get there, I'm really ill. And then they say to me, you ready for the record? I'm like, yeah, 140 something. I've got this, even not being well. And they look at me and they go, Liv, what? no, the record's 197. I went, you're kidding. Oh no. How does somebody get that wrong? Who told me 136? I was fuming, but actually I was too ill to even bother with anger. I didn't have the energy for the emotion. Anyway, I thought, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? Started panicking and I thought, I've just got to go for it. I've just got to give it my everything and then just clapped afterwards. Got the record, failed the first two times. I got like 120 and then like 140 or something, which obviously I thought would have been the record. Mm -hmm. On the third attempt, I managed 217. I was like, I don't know how I just did that. 217 in 60 seconds. Honestly, I'm still going away. 
I could not match that anymore. I don't think anyone will ever match that. That's, I, yeah, I can't even do the maths on how many that it, like, is in per sec. That's incredible. Love that. I know. I know. It's nearly like, what, four a second in the maths right there. I don't know. It's three Jeez. or four a second. Wow. 60 seconds. I think it's the length of time as well. Like, I genuinely had cramp. And going that fast, I, I, honestly, I, if someone said you didn't do it, we counted wrong, I believe you. But obviously, there was official people there. So they counted. <laughs> I really did but, do it. Yeah. Yeah. So, soldier goals. Um, what was the other? The skipping one. Leg rolls. So, I'm sat down on the floor and the ball's rolling around my legs. Mm-hmm. Um, soul passes. Is that bad? That <laughs> was four, wasn't it? <laughs> Was it four? Oh, no, don't do this to me. You're doing it again. Oh, no. I, shin juggles. Oh, shin juggles. Oh, wow. I didn't yeah, know so, that. That's so quite it's hard. The, yeah. Yeah. It's a killer on the quad. Quad burner. I think my record is 186 in 60 seconds, I think. Yeah. I could beat that one, though. I could beat them all apart from the soul juggles. Yeah, you don't want to go there again. That sounds like hell, to be honest. Absolutely not. <laughs> Unless Messi's there. I really there. don't think I could. Oh, if Messi's there, I'll do 300. Don't worry. Then maybe you'd be interested. Yeah. <laughs> Messi's there, I'll run a marathon. <laughs> uh, all right. The other thing that people are searching a lot is Live Cook Skills School, which we've spoken about a little bit. But for anybody that's like missed out on this, tell us all about it. That's so sick. I'm so glad people are searching yeah. that. So my skills school was something I wanted to launch for a while, like just teaching people my skills. So I just thought, you know what? Now's the perfect time. I keep procrastinating on it. I've wanted to do it for like two years. Mm-hmm. So I just thought I'm doing it. I'm doing it right now. I've already scripted all the tutorials. So I just got like uh, my videographer I actually got from Foot Asylum. He does all their videos, which was really oh, cool. cool. He's super talented. He's called Nick. Um, assembled like a little power team to help me. And we just went and shot them. Did like three shoot days, the longest shoot days of my life. I was oh, so okay. tired. But, but it was great. And we've got it all together. A lot of editing because silly me to think that a videographer could I mean, he's, he's great and he edited them really well, but it was put in like the wrong trick with the wrong words because he doesn't know freestyle. Mm. I didn't I didn't foresee that. So I was out in Portugal trying to have an holiday and I just ended up editing them all, like just altering them. But no, it was it's turned out really good. And it's just a platform where people can go on, they can sign up and they've got tutorials that can take them if like they've never even kicked a ball before in their life all the way to a professional level in freestyle. And like I said, it's powerful for people that want to learn skills or like become pro freestylers, people want to become pro footballers and improve the control, but also just for like the general public that just want to have a bit of fun, learn some skills because the stuff that they learn in it, they can transfer and apply to their everyday life. So I'm glad it's out there and I'm glad it's like people are enjoying it and I'm just going to keep updating it with new skills. I might even bring in other experts because I know I'm the best, but <laughs> I still have my weaknesses in the sport. So I might bring other people in to uh, teach the sides that I'm a bit weaker at. Yeah, if you need if you need me, like just just let me know. That's why I was hinting at, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. Okay, the other thing that people are searching a lot, and this is probably no surprise actually, is live cook car. People are obsessed with the car. <laughs> it's because I do lots of videos with it, like driving it and juggling the ball at the same time. Like, yeah, why'd you do that? Or, that is risky. Yeah. I, I that's not even the riskiest, is it? Have you seen the one where I've got a target next to it? No. I literally strike a ball like full blast. I've got a target on a tripod, probably like maybe less than half a meter from my car. I don't know what, I don't know what came over me, Abby. <gasps> I just knew that I was hitting that target and I thought, so what if I don't? I'd, listen, obviously there's a, there's a problem if I don't, if I hit the car. And yeah, smash yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Might cripple me, crippling debt. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that after all the finance talk. Let's look in debt from smashing Lamborghini. <laughs> Over silly skills. Yeah, that'd be amazing. No, but I've done, I do loads of crazy stuff with my car. Like I'm a bit of a, a loose cannon. Like I've struck the ball and hit a water bottle off the roof and stuff like that. So I think that's why people search it maybe just to see that stuff, to see if it's been smashed up yet. Love that level of confidence. And uh, am I right in thinking? I don't know if it's got... confidence. It could be just insanity. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Uh, am I right in thinking you've got a private jet as well? Oh, I wish. Do you know how much them things cost? <laughs> You're, I mean, you're definitely always jetting around, getting getting yeah, that service. Yeah, I do love it. I do love a jet ride, but no, that the the one that I've been on quite a few times is my friend's. Um, but that that jet's like sixteen million pounds. It's insane. What? Yeah, yeah, jets aren't cheap. Jets aren't cheap. I've seen that in a few comments, like people thinking I bought a jet. I'm like, guys, if I bought a jet, 
I've not bought a jet. <laughs> oh, don't. Because if you buy a jet, you're going to be doing all sorts of skills on it. And you can't be risking a 16 million pound jet. That is just, that you've got to draw a line somewhere. I think they're like the cheapest as well. Some of them, like <laughs> the prices, are, once you get into like the aviation and jets and stuff like that, the prices are insane. Like my friend Grant, um, who's actually endorsing my book, he's a property investor um, or, and developer. He's like massive in America. But um, his jet, just he had like this door inserted, like a wall inside his jet just to separate two chairs. That one wall, I kid you not, was like a meter of material. I thought, oh, yeah, you know, 100 quid or something. Local woodwork guy or whatever did it. It was like it was like a million pounds or something crazy. I was like, you're kidding. Grant, give me a million. I'll build it for you. (laughs) Yeah, I'd have given it a go. (laughs) Yeah, I'd have been there all day if needs be, all week. Give me that mill. No, but the price of them thing are insane. I've not got a jet. <laughs> not yet. Maybe one day. Yeah, not yet. Right, it's time for an ad break now. 250,000 people watch Liv smash the world record for most kick-ups while skipping in 30 seconds. It's now time for one person, my very nervous producer Mark, to watch me attempt the most keepy-ups while not breaking any studio equipment during this ad break. Let's see how that goes then. I'll see you in a sec. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. If you like this podcast, then why not check out one of our other amazing Create Podcasts? If you just want a good laugh, then check out The Weekly Roast. Listen. Listen, bitch. Oh, Listen, make, make, bitches. make an entrance. I'm a week off sugar. Uh, in the <laughs> I will. I will fly <laughs> to the UK and I will cut you both. <laughs> for the more cultured ones among you, join Laura Wright for music in my life. <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's go. <laughs> I'm so let's glad go. no one can see me right now because I'm doing. I was doing some weird <laughs> dance moves. You had nothing then, yeah. Prefer a deep chat? Connie's got you covered on How Are You, the Wellbeing Podcast. I just became a lot more productive and happier. And for me, like, that's just worth it. The Weekly Roast, Music in My Life, and How Are You? Just three more podcasts to feast your ears on. Find them wherever you found this podcast. It's time for Internet Tombola. So this is where we dig deeper into the internet, so past the world of autofill and into social media, YouTube, and even tabloid papers. So let's give the wheel a spin and see what it lands on. It's landed on headlines. Freestyle footballer Liv Cook breaks her way into the property industry that one in the Lancashire Telegraph. So yeah, you're investing in in houses and construction. How did that come about? When when was the moment you were like, hang on a minute, I should should definitely be investing in these things? Again, I feel like everything in my life is gradual, isn't it? Like people always say, what was the moment? There was no like moment. I think even from being little, right? Even like back in primary school, when they used to ask you, what do you want to be when you grow up? I used to say entrepreneur. Uh, I didn't know what it meant. I think I just thought the word was cool. Like I liked yeah. the sound of it, but I was always interested in that. And I remember like the teacher going around with presents, like uh, you win a pencil or something, if you get something right. And I remember like trying to sell it on, like, you know, for more or something. Brilliant. So I always had this little, like, like something about me that loved business. So I've always very much been interested in that. And it wasn't until later on in primary school that I then fell in love with football. So it's always been football and entrepreneurship which 
kind of makes sense now when you see mm-hmm. what I do as like a freestyler because as a freestyler it's a business like you know I have a management team but it's like a partnership we work together and very much across everything like I'm a control freak with my career I'm not one of these that the manager tells you when to turn up and what to do like no 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 <laughs> no, no, no no yeah no. I totally I get that yeah, I think sometimes I give them headache, like chasing them on stuff and being so particular, but it has to be right. And I guess that's, so I've always had that entrepreneurial spark in me, like even if it was making cupcakes and selling them around my street in my cul-de-sac, I was, I was that kid. Or I wash your car for a tenner. I was that kid, right? <laughs> and so then when I started getting pretty good at like football tricks and stuff and, you know, seeing this world of freestyle, I was like, well, I can make a career out of this, but I was more obsessed with competing and winning. So freestyle wasn't necessarily my business side. That was to start with me just being obsessed and wanting to become the best in the world. But on the side, I was setting up little businesses like an agency to represent other freestylers and we were doing that. And it wasn't until, see as well, see there's so many sides of me. Like I say all of that, like I was a little entrepreneur, but I'd never read a book throughout my life. And then like towards maybe... Three years ago, I started reading and I read like, you know, all of the classics, the rich dad, poor dad, think and grow rich, seven habits, highly effective people. Uh, I'm I'm looking right now at my bookshelf and there is tons. I'm getting through like five books a month. It's pretty, pretty intense. But that's when I got opened up to people like Grant Cardone. So I'm just obsessed with studying successful people. Long story short, I'm obsessed with studying successful people and that led to like, obviously, your Conor McGregor's, your Floyd Mayweather's, your uh, Ronaldo, Ronaldinho. And I didn't just stay within the world of sport. It expanded to the world of business mm-hmm. and just anybody that's becoming the best at what they do. And I was studying like Grant Cardone, Elon Musk. And through doing that, I learned all this about business. I learned like, okay, well, I want financial freedom. I want that Lamborghini. How am I going to get it? Because as amazing as my career as a freestyler and presenter is, you just never know. There's never that certainty. Like you can have an amazing job one week, but if one story comes out that's wrong, then that broadcaster can drop you in a heartbeat. And we've seen it so many times. And I just, and I'm not a negative person as that such. I'm very optimistic. Like I know even if everything fell apart now, I'd build it again. And I think because like, I'm authentic, I know I, have, I don't have worries in that sense. But I wanted to secure something. And I just, from studying like all these successful people and Grant Cardone, I realized like real estate can be a great way to do that. So I just picked up a book on it and got obsessed with it, read like seven books in like a week. And I was like, yeah, this is it. Watched all the YouTube videos and was like, <laughs> I love this. Like, it's like a little game, a game of numbers. I don't get emotionally attached to it, but everything's like a game to me. It's like the way I see property and building, you know, the business of that is the same the way as the way I saw like winning the world champs. It's like, right, work, 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 study, 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 every single aspect. And then we'll go in for it. That It's the exact same. And there's no emotion in it. Like I know a lot of people, they might think, oh, I don't want to invest because what if, what if the development doesn't work or the construction pulls out and you lose the money? For me, it's like, well, I'm investing it. So it's gone. Once it's gone, it's gone. So mm-hmm. if I lose it, it's already gone. If not, I'll just spend it on probably another car or something. So I'm not emotionally attached to it. I think that's one of my strengths. Like I will risk it, but at the same time, I obviously mitigate that risk by studying the hell out of it. Yeah. It's, it, it sounds like you sort of almost get obsessed with something and then it's just like, yeah, you learn everything about it until you're kind of like a bit of a master in it. Yeah. James says this. I have phases. Yeah, yeah. I do. I do become really obsessed and I have to know everything and I have to be the best. And it's problematic at times. It really <laughs> is. It is. But and at the same time, that's why I'm sat here a world champion. Yeah, exactly. Exactly that. And as you're quite the entrepreneur, I was wondering, could we see you as maybe an investor or a judge at some point on, on Dragon's Den one day? I think you'd be really good at that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you have to be a hell of a lot richer. What What is it? Probably like 500 mil plus to be on there. You've got to be worth. So maybe one day. I mean, I'd love something like that. I love all that kind of things. Like I wanted to do The Apprentice and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'd love to do like a show like that. I think that'd be really fun because at the same time, like, I, like I'm pretty good at it. Like, you know, we're doing quite big developments. I've got tons of projects going on that we're doing for celebrities and I've got my own that's building really nicely. But at the same time, I'm still fully aware. There's so much to learn. Like, and I'm not afraid to be a rookie at something. I think that's the key as well. Like I will go and try something new and I don't really care about my reputation. Like, yeah, it, I, I, it's important, of course, but I'm not one of them that's afraid to try something new out of risk of looking silly because 
I'll try it and I'll learn along the way. And if I put mm. the work in, then I know I'll get good. That's such a good attitude because fear holds so many people back, but it's just like, just learn on the job. We're all blagging it anyway, aren't we? Let's be honest. <laughs> it is true. It is true. <laughs> I've come to realise that no one really knows what they're doing. So yeah, fine. Okay, it's now landed on Twitter. So this is someone in response to a video on Sport Bible you did called Queen of Freestyle. So it's a, like a mega montage of, of all your skills. Oh, Twitter. Is it bad? Is it bad? No, no, no. It's really it nice. It's bad. funny. Oh, You're doing oh, okay. skills while on a supercar in the sunshine. But the people want to know, could you do it on a cold, wet, Reliant Robin parked in Stoke? <laughs> <laughs> should we go and do it? I think you should have a go on an old I will. banger. I will. I always get that. Can you do it on a wet night in Stoke or something like that? It's always the same, isn't it? Where's that come from? It's from um, it's from like Champions League and stuff, isn't it? Where just like random teams face each other in like the really early stages, and you're like, what? How did? Oh, why are we in right. Stoke? Yeah. So oh, wet, okay. that, you should actually do a, a whole video on 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 that in Stoke. Let's do a Stoke special. Stoke. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I'll do that. Another person has said, I can do about four kick-ups in a row before the ball hits my knee, then shin, then bobbles onto the road. So yeah, that is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Bless them. Tell them to get in my skill school. <laughs> exactly. They need to they need to sign up, don't they? Absolutely. <laughs> so how do you find it? Like, have you ever taught people like in person? skills yeah yeah like when I was coming up trying to build my career a lot of what I had to do to get my name out there was go and do like uh, fan zone performances or halftime shows so in a lot of fan zones it's cool to show skills but then Mm -hmm. all the kids want to learn them don't they yeah they want to learn them more than they want to see them in most cases so I was just teaching that quite a lot some of them were long days you know it was like a hard graph going from yeah it's I mean it looks like a glamorous lifestyle and a fast rise but you won't believe like all the train journeys stood up to and from London sleepless nights and turning up to an event like that. And I loved it at the same time, but when you're that shattered and it's that hot and you're nonstop all day, putting a smile on your face can be pretty hard. Yeah. Especially because kids are like, no, do it again. Oh, I can't. And they're, or they're just not getting it. And you've got to be really patient and smiley. Like you say, patient, imagine yeah. it's uh, quite the test. That's the hardest bit for me. I'm not patient. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I try, but I'm really not. I want it and I want it now. (laughs) Okay, it's landed on Reddit. So this is a thread after you interviewed Scott McTominay, which was for Match the Day X, I believe. So someone said, nice little segment. They look like they were flirting in the video, or at least (laughs) our lad was trying. (laughs) You're friends with him, right? With Scott? Yeah, yeah. Scott's ace. I I was doing the match of the day X watch along with Sam Thompson and Mm -hmm. I lost a bet about something. I can't remember what. And my forfeit was to tweet. I think it was either Scott or Brandon Williams asking them out on a date. I was, oh my gosh, I was swerving that tweet so much for like the full episode, right? And then it got to the point where they just just put me on the spot. They were like, you need to do it right now. I was like, really? Really? I deleted it straight away. Yeah, but yeah, that's yeah that that is like the ultimate forfeit, isn't it? Oh my yeah, goodness! Who is your favourite player that you've hung out with though? Um, it's quite a lot. Like I get on with quite a lot of footballers. I think it's because I can relate to them, like you yeah, know, with the the sport and like the the stuff that they go through as well, and like obviously the skills and stuff. They like the skills, so I get on with quite a lot. I really like Juan Mata. He's lovely. Mm-hmm. He's absolutely lovely. Heart of gold. Um, Yannick Balassi I'm really close with he's like a big brother to me now oh uh, yeah there's quite there's quite a lot yeah Yannick's ace it's funny as well love that so casual with it as well I'd love to have a look for your phone contact book I bet it is outrageous I remember us doing that on a shoot like we got asked who the most famous person in our contacts is and she was like how long have you got like that. <laughs> get out no me I'm like I'm like I don't want to I don't want to say like <gasps> It feels a bit like if they see that, they'll think, oh, she's not really my friend. She's using me. <laughs> you know what I mean? But no, I'm I'm quite close to quite a lot of footballers. Do you think you could date a footballer? I've chatted to a footballer and like, you know, kind of, when do you define dating? That sounds like you when dated one. <laughs> no, I didn't. I, ah, no, I would. Right. Okay. I couldn't. I couldn't. Long story short, because it's not kind of, I know it sounds bad and I know it sounds selfish, but. I just know being a female in football, doing what I do, there's so much I want to achieve. And I Mm -hmm. know that if it came out that I was dating a footballer, 
of that significance, then everything I would ever go on to achieve would just be like, oh, it's because she dated him. Do you know what I mean? And I know it sounds bad, but that's just how I felt at the time. It might not be true, but I've just seen it in so many like instances where females are discredited for their hard work and talent and it's just given to somebody they're dating or something. So that really put me off. And also like that level of like not being able to go anywhere and stuff like that, just the way the media hounds them. I just, I, no, I couldn't, I couldn't, it wasn't for me. She thought about it, but no. <laughs> yeah, I thought about it. <laughs> thought about the wag life. <laughs> I that. couldn't be a wag. Imagine me sat with all the wags. Like, you just can't, can you? You'd just be there doing skills while the rest of them are just watching. You'd be like, you'd be bored. You'd be like, exactly. hanging off a Lamborghini, doing, <laughs> doing, doing whatever. I'm going skydiving oh, this weekend. Where are they going? All <gasps> the edge. <laughs> are you actually going skydiving? I booked it, but I don't know <gasps> when I'm going to do it. I've always wanted I've, to do it. Yeah, same. I'm like terrified, but it's one of those things that you've you kind of got to do it. Yeah, I know. I'm just imagining like, imagine if I've got a football when the parachute comes out and I start juggling the ball. I want, I've want. i always wanted to do that and hang from a hot air balloon and juggle the ball. That'd be sick. Live. I know, I get <laughs> There's no away. limit, is there, honestly? <laughs> <laughs> okay, one more. It's landed on Instagram. It's a comment from somebody just asking you to marry them. So oh, I'm guessing you have nice accepted. Is the ring? <laughs> there uh, we go. Let's not discredit it. Come on. Let's okay. let's observe the ring first and then I'll make a decision. What is the weirdest request you've had in the DMs? Because, I mean, you've got a lot of followers, a lot of admirers. Things must get quite weird in there. Do you know, it's not even just the requests. Like, it's not necessarily the questions, is it? It's what you get sent without consent. <clears throat> That's, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's mm-hmm. not a not a pretty place. <laughs> it's really not. But I've been asked some weird stuff, like get offered. I, I think one person wanted to buy me with goats or something. How many goats were you worth out of interest? Better have been a lot for this game. That was pretty bad. It's the fact we both laughed. Oh no, I've had some weird ones. They're obsessed with my feet. Everyone wants to see my feet. Why is that? I, I mean, I guess because you're so skillful but I feel like even I get weird foot DMs weird, I think anybody like in the the kind of public eye seems to it's so strange but, right this like whole foot fetish thing must be bigger than we think because so many people ask for it don't they yeah that I don't know one person in my life that says they actively like feet right but they must be secret feet fans that's the thing we probably all know one don't we that absolutely loves feet and just yeah. doesn't have the the courage to actually just own it and, and like talk about well, it. When you're pub. ready to come out, Abby. Um, <laughs> all right. Did you get my message? <laughs> no judgment from me. <laughs> that is crazy though, isn't it? We probably all know somebody or somebody that listening to this feet. podcast is waiting for a picture of your foot. I reckon 10% of people are secret feet fans. Wow. And what a way to yeah. end the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Revelation. Um, thank you very much, Liv Cook. It's been a pleasure. I knew it would be. Thank you so much for your time. No, thank you. It's been amazing. Uh, how did you find it? You you got through it, I think. Nothing too scary. Yeah. yeah, it was all right. You know, I was nervous about what might come up, but yeah, probably let a few things slip that I didn't plan to. But you know, we move. <laughs> These things happen. Okay, before Oops. I let you go, before I let you go, one final question. Who would you mm-hmm. like to nominate to go through the celebrity search engine experience sometime soon? Maybe one of your friends or somebody that you'd li- quite like to find out more about? I think Jordan Hames. I've spent so much time with him recently and he's such an interesting character. Like there's so much that you don't know about him. So I think he'd be great. Yeah, I think he'd have some stories. Put him on me. the spot we'll sort as well. that one out. Yeah. <laughs> Get all his secrets out. <laughs> Oh, that's, that's where he tells like his secrets do. about me, isn't it? No, maybe not Jordan. Never, no, let's think of someone else. I just realised that. Oh, yeah. The truth about life. <laughs> the whole truth and nothing but the truth. Um, that was amazing. Thank you so much. Pleasure. I learned loads, actually. <laughs> Even though I know you, I learned loads. Oh, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to Celebrity Search Engine. Go and hit that subscribe or follow button to make sure you don't ever miss an episode. We have got some very special guests coming up and you don't want to miss out now, do you?
If you're on Apple Podcasts, then please do drop us a review and a rating. Five stars being that sweet, sweet spot, if you don't mind. If you're on Apple Podcasts, then please do drop us a review and a rating. Five stars being the creme de la creme. And let us know in the review or over on social media who you'd like to see on the podcast next. So Liv Cook has nominated Jordan Hames, but who would you like to see? Let us know. We are at Celeb Search Engine on Instagram. Until next time, I've been Abby McCarthy. Thank you for using the Celebrity Search Engine. See ya. See ya. 